years and uh, looking at probably doing uh, the book of Proverbs or the book, <laughs> the book of Romans the same way. And uh, so we'll probably be looking at the book of Romans unless the Lord changed my mind, but I'm kind of leaning in that direction. Uh, but tonight we're doing a part two. Last week we started A Woman That Feareth the Lord, and this will be a part two. Last week we began by saying, you know, the importance of, uh, you know, a marriage between a husband and wife. Certainly the most important decision we'll ever make is uh, the decision to be saved, right? You know, I mean, concerning Jesus Christ and uh, you know, what we're going to do about heaven and hell and those types of things, but probably up there very close, maybe I would even say the second most important decision a person could make, certainly on this side of eternity, is who they marry. You know, it's very, very important. I know the world doesn't see it that way, but it is important. Uh, you know, the, the choice of a spouse is a life-altering decision. I mean, it determines where you live, uh, all types of things, uh, uh, you know, that are uh, connected with that. And often in a marriage, uh, the union of a marriage, uh, little souls come into existence, right? And so we have to look at that and say, really, that also impacts eternity. And so it's a very important uh, decision that uh, men and women alike need to make when they marry. And, of course, we've been looking at this. Uh, Lemuel's mother, uh, many believe, I better stay close to the mic. I'm backing away from the mic, ain't he? Uh, Lemuel's uh, mother, many believe this could very well be Bathsheba and, and uh, Solomon. Uh, you know, we're not sure, but it could be. Certainly it was a king, uh, a son that was going to be a king or maybe already a king. And so she wanted her son to succeed in life and, and uh, to be blessed by God. And who doesn't, right? You know, I mean, that's certainly understandable. And so we, looking at other verses and just what the Bible teaches in general, no doubt if she was a godly woman, she had taught her son to love and obey the Lord, what we would call today to be a good Christian. Uh, and certainly a mother has a huge influence on that, and we've talked about that already. Uh, but she knew with all of that said that one part of his life that was vital was that he married the right kind of woman. You know, uh, she knew that was important. Uh, and uh, so we have here, um, uh, because of that, some, some uh, God-ordained things concerning a virtuous woman. Uh, as most of us you know, are probably familiar with this chapter, it's often read and looked at, uh, particularly around Mother's Day and so forth. And so really, verses 10 through 31, we find that virtuous woman. Uh, and really, a virtuous woman, first of all, is a woman that fears the Lord. And, and we're not talking about being like walking around on eggshells but she respects the Lord. She wants to please the Lord with her life. Amen. And that's not only for women. It ought to be for men, too. You know, I've said this before during these messages. You know, when, when our relationship with God is right, we're right with other people. Amen. Now, if you're not right with God, your relationships with other people won't be right either. And the first place that will show up is the marriage. You know, it will show up. Uh, and so, so those things are important. So she understands that. And we've learned, too, that, again, the the... The world system doesn't feel this way, but uh, God holds the family in high regard. Uh, the family is God's first institution before, before Israel, before the church. There was the family, uh, a man and a woman, right? Uh, and so God holds the family in high regard. He expects a lot out of the family, uh, you know, out of a husband, a wife, even children as well. There's lots of Bible concerning the roles of a husband, the roles of a wife, and the roles of children, and so on. So he expects a great deal. And last week we also saw uh, that she had a rare inner beauty. 
that known as the inner man. In other words, that inner beauty. Uh, she put her husband first, or her children, her home, uh, are really her priorities in life. Now, it's God first, absolutely. I mean, it always has to be God first, right? You know, it's God first and everything else. Uh, but the beginning of that everything else was certainly her, her home, her husband, her family, uh, the, the children, those types of things. That, that was her priorities in life that really became, that was before anything else that might be going on in her life. And we talked about how she puts love and care, uh, great value uh, in some things today that, that maybe are frowned upon, you know, uh, being a homemaker, which would include, you know, making clothes, making sure that the, the family is clothed and fed properly. And we talked about how uh, important that is to a society and how that really helps children even when they're older. And we learn how she's resourceful. Uh, you know, she has respect with the family finances. She's industrious, she's thrifty. You know, I thought it was a great message. But tonight we carry on uh, again with that thought as we just kind of work our way down through these verses. We'll start with verse 17 tonight uh, with what we find in a woman that feareth the Lord. And again, we're just calling it part two. So number seven, or I'm sorry, number one, verse 17. Let's read it and I'll give you the point here. So Proverbs chapter 31, verse 17. She girdeth her loins with strength and strengtheneth her, strengtheneth her arms. So number one is this, that a virtuous woman's not lazy. And I've shared with you before that one of the uh, one of the things that's killing America is laziness. I, you know, and I've I've shared that. And we've seen that subject. Not going to you know go on my rant again tonight. But we've seen that subject one time after another, haven't we? All through the Book of Proverbs, uh, where laziness is something that that God uh, does not uh, uh, like at all. And so when we read this verse, that's what we're seeing here. Now here's the thing. I believe this. I believe a woman can still be feminine. Uh, uh, chase, uh, sweet, if you will, but not afraid of hard work. You know, I, I believe that. Uh, in other words, not afraid to, to sweat, to get her hands dirty if need be, those types of things. Um, and that phrase, gird her loins, is really borrowed from what is described as a man going off to war. And really, God's just using it, using it to to help us to understand that that a virtuous woman has the same, she approaches her her home she approaches her duty as far as her commitment to the home the same way that a soldier would be. In other words, uh, a, a fighting man is getting ready. In other words, he's getting ready to battle and he's getting serious. That's what it's, it's the, the, the picture there is. Uh, and a, a, um, a virtuous woman, she's certainly not going to be lazy in that area. Uh, and that's what that's talking about. Uh, she approaches the work uh, ahead of her uh, that day uh, with an intensity. And it talks about the strength of, in her arms. And uh, no doubt, now we understand the culture a lot different in those days. But again, it's not, it's not the ideology that we're, we're gleaning from, but the attitude, right? The heart. Uh, and so the strength of her arms means that in this case, she was accustomed to hard work. And no doubt, I think it's also talking about how she's physically fit. And, and whether man or woman, that's something we should always be interested in is keeping our bodies as physically fit as we can. Now, we get older, there's physical hindrances, those types of things. Uh, but uh, uh, she wants to be uh, physically fit so she can do her work effectively because she's got a family. Uh, and it's important to her. 
And so that's what that's talking about there. Uh, she's, you know, like a man would gird up his loins. She is girding up her loins with an intensity uh, to, to be able to do what she needs to do to, to make her home a good place. Number two, a woman that fears the Lord is frugal uh, and stays busy. Uh, look at verse 18 through 19. She perceiveth uh, that her merchandise is good. Uh, her candle goeth not out by night. Um, she layeth her hands to the spindle. And what we're talking about here is making thread, uh, whether it's from goat's hair or different types of material. And her hands hold the distaff. Now, I'm not sure what that distaff is, but it's some type of tool that had to do with, with making, it was used with the spindle to make the thread and the material. I don't know what it is. There's all kinds of different ideas about it. But, but the point for tonight is, is that we see that, that first part of that verse 18, she perceiveth that her merchandise is good. And we talked about this last week. She, this means she uses, uh, you know, it's important to her how the finances of the home are being spent. She, she wants to get the best, uh, the best out of her buck, if you will, but she also wants to get the best out of her time because, you know, we talked about this last week. I mean, to be a biblical mother, uh, listen, it takes a lot of smarts. It takes a lot of grit. It takes a lot of toughness. It takes a lot of ingenuity uh, that just quite simply men just, I don't think they have it in them to do it. Uh, and, and so this means here that she's using her time laboring wisely. You know, in other words, she's not just uh, waking up and going, okay, what am I going to do today? Hey, she's got a plan. You know, she's girded up her loins. She's, she's ready to do battle. She's, she's got things going on. And, uh, and all this is important because her family, that's, that's what her focus is. Her home, that's what her focus is. Uh, and so she, she's going to get her labors worse. She's not going to waste time on things, certainly that don't help her family, uh, uh, much now. That's not to say that uh, that uh, uh, women don't deserve time off. Sure, they do. Uh, they need their times of being pampered and so forth. And uh, uh, happy Valentine's Day, by the way, everybody. And uh, I kind of forgot about it, but uh, I got an understanding wife, so uh, I gave her a Valentine's text. So, so she's okay with that. Uh, but uh, uh, women, uh, wives certainly need uh, to be pampered and and. Uh, you know, loved on by their family. That's not what I'm talking about. But when it comes to the things she does for her family and home, she makes sure that her labors mean something. You know, it's important. Her time is important because she realized just what a valuable thing she has, a home. And it is valuable, isn't it? The home's valuable today. The family's valuable. Uh, and certainly she's not found sleeping much. That's what is alluded to there in the last part of verse 18. Her candle goeth not out by night. Um, and so uh, she, this is a woman that is very busy. As we think about some of the things we looked at uh, last week, you know, uh, uh, in this instance, making clothing. But here we find her late at night, and I believe it is connected there to verse 19. Probably what she's doing is while she's out taking care of business and so forth, when she comes home, she knows that it's important that her family's taken care of. So she, she spends a lot of time, uh, in this case, in the evenings doing that. Um, and I was reading a, a book on this here a while back, and I thought there was a, this was an interesting take. Uh, and again, this was, you know, you, you know, we're assuming some things here. Uh, but uh, uh, one, one uh, person that I read uh, said, you know, it could be that she uh, is out uh, in certain seasons of life and, and depending on 
uh, you know, because the agricultural season, in other words, there were certain times of the year they were going to be very busy with crops and those types of things. And so uh, what, what it could be here that it, during those times she's out making extra money for the household, um, but afterwards she still wanted to get the things done for her home that she always had gotten done. And if it meant for her staying up late and putting those late hours in, that's what she was going to do. And the point that that, that uh, theologian was making was, was, yes, nothing wrong with making the extra money. There's nothing wrong with, with a woman even working. The Bible doesn't say women can't work, but, but a virtuous woman will never put that first. The home always comes first. Amen. In other words, if it came down to the point where she had to pick one or the other, she's going to pick the home. Amen. Hey, we ought to amen that. I mean, that's what America needs, right? I mean, what, wouldn't the world be a better place if that was the case? And so, again, I believe that's what the Bible teaches, too. But, but again, I think that's important. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, but in other words, the extra wasn't going to be at the expense of the family and home. And I think I see that today. You know, sometimes we just got to do what we got to do. But a woman who fears the Lord, again, a virtuous woman, uh, she, she's going to uh, keep her God-called position in life, and she's going to trust God. And so this woman uh, certainly wasn't lazy, as we let a while ago, wasn't found to sleep, uh, certainly when there were things that needed to be done uh, concerning the home and her family. Number three, a woman who fears the Lord has a compassionate heart. Um, you know, we live in a day and age, men, this, this isn't just for men or women, but for men too, uh, sometimes we want to kind of pick and choose what we're good at for the Lord and, you know, ignore everything else. And sometimes we'll say, well, you know, I'm, I'm not very strong in that area for the Lord, even though the Bible says I need to be, but I'm really strong in this area. So my, my extra strength in this area makes up for this area that isn't so good. And that's no, that's not how God works. He wants us to be in this case, a virtuous woman. He wants her to be, he wants her to be strong and faithful in every area of life. I'll say this, I believe if we do have an area that we're weak in, that's ex God will put you in positions all the time to strengthen that. You know, It's like the more you try to ignore it, the more it's going to come up in your life. Uh, but uh, she's in this case, it's just simply talking about being good to other people. She stretcheth out her hand. So she's very busy with her family, but she still finds time. Verse 20, she stretcheth out her hand to the poor, yea, she reacheth forth her hands to the needy. And certainly this is something that the Bible teaches all of us to do, uh, and we can do both. God would never tell us, give us commands if we couldn't do it, right? And so she's never too busy, no matter how busy she is, to help and care for others. Uh, as busy as she is, she's still going to do things for others when those times arise, take time, energy, money even, if that's the case. Uh, she just didn't help when it was convenient. You know, uh, This is a woman that never say, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm too tired, I can't help you. You know, I'm not going to do it today. I'm too tired. I was reading in the Bible, the book of Acts, chapter 9. And uh, remember uh, a, a woman, uh, well, Tabitha, but uh, we might probably know her as Dorcas. Remember her? And uh, she got sick and she died. And, and uh, uh, when Peter got there, now Peter would eventually raise her from the dead, uh, but her testimony was, was tremendous. Uh, because uh, there were people there that uh, were, were crying, of course, and a lot of the widows were standing by, and uh, she had made coats and garments 
And so that was her testimony. She had been good to these people, and they were honoring her for that uh, whilst that she was with them. And, and uh, uh, Peter, uh, through the power of God, raised her from the dead. But again, that's, that's the kind of, uh, of, of, of a virtuous woman, I believe, that God uh, is talking about. In other words, dedicated to their family, dedicated to the home, but also dedicated to helping and doing for others, which really is our reasonable service. Number four... A woman who fears the Lord, again, a virtuous woman, according to what the Word of God says, is always thinking ahead when it comes to the home and family. Look at verse 21. Uh, she is not afraid of the snow for her household. In other words, she's not afraid of the snow coming. She's ready. For all her household are clothed with scarlet. That word scarlet, that was something that was kind of a luxury. So this was a, a virtuous woman uh, who was ready for the winter, uh, even with quality stuff. In other words, she wasn't just, you know, trying to skimp. Um, and I think that's important. You know, we live in a day and age where we're just kind of just, you know, go, 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 busy, busy, busy. And I see it in a lot of uh, young mothers' lives. I see it in their faces. I see it in their countenance. I just see it in their overall attitude. They are stressed, okay? Um, and it's not that they're not busy. Uh, but if I may, I dare say they're, they're, they're busy, but they're not busy with the right things. You know, and, and I know that I, I you know, I, you know, I don't have the answer sometimes, but, but listen, we paint ourselves into that corner, not God, right? We overreach, we overspend, we, you know, we, you know, I, I've said this before throughout these messages. Please understand me. I'm not, you know, uh, you know, I know we got good folks here tonight, but myself included, we could all get by on a lot less, right? You know, I mean, there's, <laughs> you know, uh, I, I'll be the first. I don't need everything I have. You know, uh, hey, listen, uh, uh, if you got a dry place and some food and, uh, you know, amen, you got a lot more than most in the world, right? And so, again, I, I think we've, you know, the American dream, here we go, uh, and it causes a lot of discontentment. And we have a lot of people that are busy, 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 going, 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 doing, 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 but they're busy, 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 going, 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 doing, doing, doing the wrong thing. <laughs> and the thing that really matters gets put on the back burner. That's the family. That's the home. And it's not just women. It's men, too. And uh, so, again, I, I think that, uh, number four, a woman who fears the Lord, a virtuous woman, is always thinking ahead when it comes to the home and family. And we read there some things I think that's interesting. Again, we have a picture, a wife, a mother, making sure her family is properly clothed. We looked at that last week. But this is accomplished, again, way before, you know, the, the, the cold weather comes. And so, again, this isn't, you know, we're not saying we got to do things like they did uh, in 900 B.C. But what, what, what I'm trying to get you to understand, though, is the attitude. In other words, the heart, the character. The motivation for all these things is still the same today. Uh, and so it goes back to the heart, that inner man. Her mind and her heart are always stayed on the family. That's how she thinks. I mean, everything that she sees, everything that she does. Moms, you know how this is. You didn't go to the store to buy hamburger meat, but you're walking by and you go, hey, half price. Right? And you go, now, I, I didn't come here for hamburger meat, but I know I'm going to need that down the line, and it isn't always half price. So I'm going to gather me up some here, and I'm going to take it home, I'm going to section it out, and I'm going to put it in the freezer, right? And so now there are some people, unfortunately, that their mind just isn't there. They're just there to, i got to hurry up, i gotta, you know, I got to go, i got to be here, i got to be there. You see what I'm saying? And I think if we're honest tonight, 
that's how life is today. Uh, and it's because our thoughts and our hearts and our minds aren't uh, where they need to be. Uh, and so she's always thinking how she can do the best she can for them. Uh, her mind is on the home. Her mind is on the family. Her mind is on what Junior's wearing and what, what little Missy is wearing. And, and she knows that her husband's pants maybe are getting a little war. So she, that's on her mind. It's not all the other things out there that the world wants them to think about. Amen. And I believe that's important. Uh, so now again, now we're not talking about women not working because I believe these verses prove that a woman can do. She, she has her merchandise. We talked about that last week, but not at the expense of the home. Amen. And I think that's important. And so I believe, uh, you know, I think today, you know, if this woman was living today, uh, she would certainly use that same wisdom and preparation that she had there, of course, she would have a lot of technology she doesn't have today, but, but uh, again, she would uh, probably uh, buy her winter clothes at the end of the cold season when they go on sale, right? Right? You know, because she's always thinking. She's like, hey, yeah, you know, I, I know they're, they're going to need this. Um, and, and she used scarlet, which is really top-notch material. And, and so, again, she, you know, I believe she would probably have a deep freezer too, amen? <laughs> you know, this was the way that she would be thinking. Uh, she would be planning meals ahead of time. And, again, to catch things on sale, those types of things, so that she can get the good quality things uh, for her household. And, and, again, that's just a virtuous woman. And, again, that uh, uh, shows a, a great deal of godly character. There's no doubt about it a virtuous woman who fears the Lord. And so I'm done for tonight. I was a little easier on you tonight than last time. Uh, but here's the thing. I will say this. Um, I, I mentioned this a while ago. I, I don't think anybody would argue with me tonight. I'm not saying every, uh, uh, you know, I'm not saying every woman. There's a lot of uh, good godly women, even young ladies that are doing the right things. Praise the Lord. Uh, that's why I still think there's hope for America. <laughs> but I think we would probably all agree today that, you know, the normal course of life today, uh, a lot of mothers today, it's not that they're not trying. It's not that they're not trying. That's not what this is about. It's not that they don't love their children. It's not that they don't love their husband. It's not that they don't care. But a lot of mothers today are living very hectic lives. And when we get in that hectic whether man or woman when we are living a hectic life we we begin to make mistakes and we begin to lose our spiritual biblical discernment and we start making uh, snap and knee-jerk decisions you know it's just like all i'm trying to do is make it till five o'clock you know and and i'm saying god god we don't have to live that way first of all right we don't have to we, listen, you don't have to live that way. There's a God in heaven who's promised to take care of us, right? Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. It was right when he said it, and it's right in 2024 today. I don't care who's president and what the prices are. God, hey, listen, God owns the cattle on a thousand hills. It's all his. We're either trusting him tonight or we're not. But there's a lot of hectic things out there, and it breaks my heart. Busy, busy, busy. Um, and... Uh, you know, uh, those that have had children, you know, and I think this is probably more sweeter for mamas that, that hopefully got to stay home, you know, 
a good deal with, with, their, with their family. Sometimes that's not always possible. But, but I want you to understand that we just miss out on so much because they're only little for a little while. Yeah, next thing you know, they're grown. They're married. Um, and you can't get that back. You cannot get that back. Um, and, and that's what breaks my heart about this. And um, I don't know about you, but, you know, my children are grown, and my wife would tell you the same. Uh, but uh, there's those days when you look back on that 30 years ago and just gets a little warm spot right here, amen? Feels pretty good, don't it? Um, but if we're busy, 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 going, 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 hectic, 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 we're going to miss out on so much. And, and those things that we've talked about last Wednesday night and tonight, what I want you to understand, those things are God-ordained. You see, God knows that that will make the woman a lot happier later on down the road than a career ever will. Amen. And I have talked to women who wished they could go back. Amen. They might not have had the Cadillac. They might not have had the big house. But they, they would probably do it different if they had a chance. So this isn't about saying I told you so, but this is about, listen, if we can teach younger people not to make that mistake, ought not we do it? Amen. Especially if that's what God says, right? Since when do we have to hang our head in shame over what the Bible says about the family? God made the family, right? And he knows what will make, make it happier. Again, I just say, what do we got today, right? It's not working. We all know that. And uh, so, you know, again, that's why we need the word of God. Uh, I had a lady one time. Uh, I was preaching, uh, I think it was Mother's Day or something, and and she basically told me that I didn't have no business talking about these things. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and I don't know what it's like to be a woman, but, but here's the thing. I don't have to be an expert on what it is to be a woman to know what God says. I just know this is what God says. Okay? There's a lot of things I don't know about in life that I haven't experienced yet, but I know what God says about it. You know. So, again, this isn't a, an emotional sentimental thing we're talking about here we're talking about the word of god and he says look ladies uh if if you'll if you'll apply these things to your life you'll certainly be in blessed not only on this side of eternity but certainly on the other side of eternity as well and i think we'd all agree today that uh you know uh especially when children are young and in the home uh that these things would certainly make the world a lot better place um uh, in today's society um God's got a great plan when it comes to the family, and it works. And a huge part of that plan, I know there's uh, uh, exceptions even in the Bible, as I mentioned a while ago, but I'm afraid we've made the exception, the rule, the overwhelming rule, and things are out of whack. And uh, so God's got a great plan when it comes to the family, and a huge part of that plan is a woman, a wife, a mother, who loves and fears the Lord enough not to seek her own, but is focused on giving herself wholeheartedly to her husband, to the home, and to the family. Um, and that's certainly a wonderful, wonderful thing that God will bless. And uh, if she's uh, given herself wholeheartedly to the Lord, you know, if man or woman, when we give ourselves wholeheartedly to the Lord, that means we get these other things right. 
and and uh, I'm afraid there's women today that don't see it this way um, and it's, I'm not saying they're not saved but I am saying they haven't given their heart wholeheartedly to the Lord you give your heart wholeheartedly to the Lord you'll do what he recommends and even commands in many ways to do right and uh, again I just say we would all uh, maybe even our own lives you know we you know not all of us come from great families right you know uh, most lot I mean I come from a broken home you know uh, I didn't I wasn't raised in a home like this okay but but my point is is uh, I know it can happen and I know God can do it amen and uh, and in my my own personal home wasn't always this way you know I was kind of dumb I got saved late in life you know and so so again uh, you know hey I wish I could go back and change some things too uh, but uh, these are things that we need, folks. We don't need to be ashamed of it. We don't need to be uncomfortable about this, right? Hey, God's got it all figured out, and uh, so we need to we need to live by the Word of God. Let's all stand with our heads bowed and our eyes closed. And uh, whoop, there we go. And uh, I kept probably kept backing up. I hope you could hear me the whole time. Uh, but uh, here we go. Here we go. All right, we're going to have an invitation. We're going to go to the Lord in prayer. Uh, as uh, Brother Rag gets us something ready. I encourage you to come to the altar tonight. Uh, grab your prayer list. Uh, pray, come and pray about some of these things that were mentioned. Maybe you got something on your heart and mind tonight uh, that uh, only you and the Lord know about. Certainly come and take care of that. If you need somebody to pray with you, let me know. Of course, if you need to be safe tonight, uh, certainly get my attention. We'll get somebody to get the Bible, show you how to, from the Word of God, um, how you can, through faith, accept the grace of God. Uh, so let's uh, do business with the Lord tonight. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the blessings of life, your love, mercy, your grace. And Father, we just uh, lift this time up to you uh, tonight. And uh, Lord, I know that these things aren't uh, a popular thing to talk about. I, uh, but Lord, as I said, I think last week, they're just as much Bible as John 3.16 is. And so we need them. And uh, so Father, just help us tonight. I know we live in a day in a culture where where we've been conditioned, I think, to think things that aren't necessarily so. Uh, as I said uh, last week, we've made uh, 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 great things into strange things, and Father, they ought not be. Uh, 